Welcome to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. It's good to be together. And uh, whether you're online or you're in the room, it's great to be together. And uh, my name's Nathan. I'm one of the pastors here at Icon Church. And uh, it's my privilege to welcome you. If this is uh, your first time to Icon Church, I want to welcome you. I want to say welcome home. Uh, We believe, we don't just put a nice sign up, but we believe this place can be a home for many, many people. And uh, and so we want to welcome you home. So come on, let's welcome all those who are here with us today. And uh, there's a lot going on in church and coming up and it's like September is always like a new kind of start to a season. You get that moment, you know, it started last week and uh, you get that moment where, you know, schools are back and kids go back to school and it's like the start of a, a new year, especially here in England and uh, we feel that. And um, we, we have so much incredible stuff that's happening. We're launching Icon Track, which is going to be incredible. Uh, conference is coming up in November, which is going to be amazing. And uh, you need to get booked in. It's going to be an incredible time together. And we put that conference on, not for uh, like anyone outside of this room, though if they want to come, they can come. But this is for us. We get refreshed and revitalized. And, uh, you know... Um, you know, like I believe a revival starts in here. And uh, I, I believe for Icon Conference that a revival will start in our hearts and our lives that will be refreshed and revived and will be refreshed and revived to become dreamers, builders and pioneers again and again and again, which is going to be incredible. So get yourselves booked in. And uh, it's my sales talk. Uh, I want to I speak this morning from the subject self-talk. Self-talk. And um, like... This morning, I want us to be honest with ourselves and acknowledge where our soul is at. Where is our heart at? Uh, Because when we do that, the Word of God becomes so relevant to it. And so if we'll take a moment just to be honest with ourselves, I believe the Word of God will become so relevant to our lives that it will begin to transform us from the inside out. Uh, I'm going to look at Psalm 103, uh, but before I do that, let me pray. And then we'll get started. Jesus, we thank you that you're here. Thank you for your presence. And uh, we pray as we open our hearts to you right now that you'll speak to us and uh, that we'll walk from this place uh, knowing more of you, knowing more of uh, what you have for us and uh, also uh, being able to lift our heads and walk into an incredible future that you have for us. And so we pray as we uh, are honest with ourselves and look where our heart is at, we pray that your word would uh, heal and your word would bring life in this morning. And everyone said, Amen. So let's look at Psalm 103, and I'm probably going to keep coming back to Psalm 103. Um, This is a Psalm of David, and uh, in verse 1 it says this, Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. I love this because David's talking to himself and he's talking to his soul. And if you read Psalms all the way through the Psalms, you find David talking to himself. You're not crazy. David, well, maybe you are. David was the greatest king 
and we all talk to ourselves. We all have this inner dialogue. Some of it's very interesting. Just mine. Some of it's very interesting. We have this interesting conversation with ourselves. Uh, Even right now, you might even be having an inner dialogue with yourselves about me. And why does he roll his trousers up and show his white socks? Maybe that's going off in your head or I've just pointed it out. And so now you are all having that inner dialogue right now. Uh, There might be inner dialogue going on in your head right now. You will speak to yourselves more than anyone else will speak to you. You'll speak to yourselves more. You'll self-talk more than anyone else. And so we have all of this self-talk going off. Uh, This past week, and um, I had the privilege of uh, serving Juanito and Ulrika in Spain and uh, speaking at their youth camp. And uh, someone has to suffer for Jesus and go to southern Spain. And and, uh, 33 degrees it was. And uh, you're up and it's, yeah, it was beautiful apart from when you were preaching and you're just sweating uh, like mad. Um, but I had the incredible privilege, they send their love to us. And, um, and so that was from Thursday till Saturday. And one of the days, um, we, we had a special day out for the young people. And Juanito rang me before uh, I went and he said, hey, what we're going to do is, here's your schedule. And on the Friday, we're going to go to Aqualand. Now, now, Nathan, like, you don't, no pressure. You don't have to come with the young people to Aqualand. I'm like, Juanito, shut up. <laughs> I'm there, like I'm going to show the young people how this is done, like the big slides and everything. And so uh, we get there on the Friday, we turn up and, um, and uh, we're all ready. And, uh, and so I, I'm there with uh, Juanito's eldest son, Elias, and he, he's taking me around and we're doing all the big slides. And uh, we're on the kamikaze and, uh, you know, we're on all these big slides and, and they're like, oh, you're, you're quite fun for an old person. I'm like, I think your English is bad and uh, all of this. And, and, and then we've done all the big slides and they go, they say, oh, we're going to do what's called, uh, the, they were called the speed rocket, I think it was. It was the speed rocket. But they, they were like, but it's not, that, it's not that fast. It's not that fast. And so I'm like, okay. And in my head, I'm having this self-talk going off. I'll show them. I'll make it fast. I'll do it. And so you're in a rubber ring and you get this rubber ring and it's a, you, you drop down and then it's like you get a little jump and then you drop down again, you get a little jump and then it's into like the landing pool. And so I, I've got this technique. Every time I get to the little jump, I just lift the front up a little bit and I begin to do that. Uh, just side note, one of the other, one of the other slides, uh, you don't, you're not in a rubber ring, it's yourself and it goes down and then you get a little, little ledge like that. I'm not joking. I took off. <laughs> And I saw my life flash before my eyes in that moment. And so here I am in this rubber ring and I'm at the top and a few of the, few of the boys are at the top and uh, uh, some people are at the bottom. Ulrika is at the bottom waiting. She's uh, gone down and Elias is at the bottom and many others. And so I'm like, okay, they're watching. And this is all going on in my head. This is all the self-talk, the inner dialogue they're watching. Let's show them how fast this can go. And so I get on and I'm there. I get to the first one. I lift the front up and I'm like, yeah, that worked. I'm going down and I'm like, this is amazing. They've never seen so quick on this. And I get to the second one and I lift up and I'm like, this is incredible. I get to the bottom, the landing pool, and I have this inner dialogue that goes, if I lift up, I skid along the surface here. So I do it. The problem was I wasn't stopping. And I was going to skittle all of these people at the end. I was literally 
firing towards them. I don't know if you can see, but I've got a little mark here, but I've got a big chunk out of this foot and a big chunk out of that foot because I literally had to stop myself. Otherwise, there'd have been 10 of us in the emergency centre, not me, not just me. And so I'm like, and all this was from this inner dialogue that went off. Um, it was interesting, went into the medical centre and, and uh, the woman didn't speak much English. And so Ulrika's there with me, uh, protecting me. Well, funny thing, I had to get Elias to check because I split my my swimming shorts at the back and I was like Elias you need to go and get me a uh, towel please I can't walk to the medical center with my um, derriere showing and, uh, and and so and Ulrika's there being the mother to me she was amazing but we all have this inner dialogue going and it might cause us to do some crazy things it might cause us to want, want to impress but we all have this inner dialogue going There are some days I have bad conversations with myself. Can we be honest? There are days where we have bad conversations with ourselves. We remind ourselves of stuff we shouldn't be reminding ourselves of. We have bad conversations with ourselves. We even have bad conversations with ourselves, not just about ourselves, but about other people. And that today, actually, we want to look at our soul and our heart Because Jesus said this, um, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. I want us to look at our heart and our soul and our inner dialogue and our self-talk because there's something powerful about it. You see, David knew this because he preaches to his soul. He preaches to his soul. He's he's not just being kind. He's just going, hey, uh, praise the Lord, O my soul. He's like, hey, praise it. You will do it. You might not feel like it, but you will do it. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. He, he's doing this. You see, many times we get led by our emotions. Emotions are great indicators of where we're at, but they're not great captains. That actually we become the captain. Emotions can determine where my soul and where my heart is at. But I've got to begin to believe and begin to take captive those thoughts, that self-talk, all of that. Just because I feel it, it doesn't have to lead me. Just because I feel it, it doesn't have to leave me. Just because I feel heavy, I don't have to be heavy. Just because I feel it, and it's the gauge of our soul, it's just an indicator. It's not who I am. Um, I came back from Spain and, and got home about 1am uh, this morning and um, on, my, on my way to church and I'm, uh, I'm thinking in my head, I've got this self-talk of a word that I've banned with our youth leaders and the word is tired. Like, not having it, but I'm having this self-talk. I feel tired. And I, I get, you know, you get in worship and you think, oh, I'll just relax. And then I'm going, no, no, no. What am I preaching about? Hold on. I'm like, come on, I'm going to praise God. Even if I don't feel, even if I feel like, you know, oh, I haven't got as much energy. No, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to raise my hands. I'm going to go for it. You see, because I'm going to speak into who I am, not how I feel, but who I am. Because David is speaking to who he is. The soul, my soul is who I am. It's unique. It's unique. It's who I am. But each soul has the same needs. Each soul needs to be fed. Each soul needs to be blessed. And we're looking to what will fill our soul. Many times we want to fulfill the space in our soul with different things. We want certain emotions. We think the certain emotion will fulfill our soul. 
Many, many of my friends who aren't in church will, will look to relationships to fulfill their soul. They'll, they'll, they'll look to friendships to fulfill their soul, but they always, it always leads to this emptiness still being there because there's only one person who can fulfill my soul and that's Jesus and what he's done for me and that's God and it can only be satisfied by God. You see, we're longing and trying to fulfill it. And so here... David's changing his self-talk. He's, he's talking to his soul and he's saying, hey, come on, we're going to praise. Come on, we're going to praise. Like, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Like, we're going to praise. This isn't just a one-time thing David did. There's another uh, example in Psalm 42 and verse 11. It'll come up on the screen. It says, why my soul are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? This is his feeling. He's feeling downcast. He's, he's feeling disturbed. No, no, no. But soul, you're going to put your hope in God. And, and here's who I am. I am a praiser. So I will yet praise him, my saviour and my God. He, he, this self-talk, it's this, he's changing the dialogue. He's going, I do feel like this. He's not ignoring it. But here's who I am. I'm a praiser and I'm going to lift my soul out of this. I'm going to drag my soul out of it. I'm going to do what I need to do to get my soul out of it. So how's your self-talk? How's your self-talk this morning? You see, your self-talk in this atmosphere might be pretty good because we've got a pretty good worship team who leaders and praise so well. It's a great atmosphere. What well on, Joel. Was that you clapping, Joel? What well on, mate? You, he, he's, the drum, he's the drummer, so he was clapping for himself. And uh, someone said he was out of time. But what about when Monday morning hits? What about when the bill comes through the post? What about when uh, the heated discussion comes with your other half? Where's your soul at? Where's, where, when, when life hits you? When, you know, like, I'll call it like this, when we get out of our Christian bubble... Where's my soul at? Because I want my soul to be, hey, no, I'm going to praise God. Monday morning, I'm going to praise God. Tuesday morning, I'm going to praise God. Work feels difficult. I'm going to praise God. This doesn't seem to be work. I'm going to praise God. Whatever it is, it's the self-talk. Because it could just lead to a life of, oh, I feel disturbed. I feel downcast. No, no. Soul, we're praising. I will praise God. We're going to praise God. So here's the first thing to change your self-talk. And just got a few things that I believe can help us change our self-talk. You change your self-talk by changing your inner posture. Change your self-talk by changing your inner posture. In the New King James Version in Psalm 103, it says, Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. It says, bless the Lord. It's, it's this, this posture of I'm going to come and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to bless God by just giving him praise and I'm going to exalt his name. And it's him first and not me first. You know, it's like I'm going to praise God first rather than even praising myself first that I'm going to be this person. You see, it's the greatest posture when we're praising God. Like one of the reasons I raise my hands, there are a few reasons. One, because he's almighty, you know, and uh, if I go to a concert, I raise my hands. But guess what? No healings come in my way. But if I raise my hands to Jesus, healing could come my way and, and it's powerful. But here's the biggest reason. 
it changes my posture. Because I could have come this morning and just like folded arms and, you know, oh, I'm that band word, youth leader's band word, I'm tired. You know, I was traveling for seven and a half hours, just, oh, I'm so, no, 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 I'm going to change my posture. I'm going to get out of a place. I'm going to put my focus on Jesus. It gets me out of, hey, eyes off of me, eyes onto him, onto him and praising him. I'm going to change, but it's the inner posture. It's my self-talk. It's those moments. Because many times we're only really truly honest with ourselves when we're talking to ourselves. Yeah? Yeah? Like David in that Psalm 42, hey, why my soul are you downcast? He's being really honest with himself. He's like, hey, I feel this way. But it's that moment of he changes his posture and goes, no, no, no. We're going to put our hope in God. No, yeah, I know, I know my soul's feeling this way, but I'm going to put my hope in God. I'm going to change my posture. I'm going to change my inner posture to, to focus on him. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to be willing to do that. Right at the start, start of Psalm 103 is the, the very beginning is this, praise the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I love that it's right at the start because that's where I want my posture to be. My inner dialogue. My self-talk, I want my posture to be right at the start. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Because guess what? It's Monday and life could hit. A bill could come through the post. A letter could come. Something could happen. The the washing machine could break. But I'm going to praise God. I'm going to have this posture of praise. I'm going to have this inner posture. I'm praising him because he's worthy. And here's the incredible thing. He's worthy. And when I change my inner posture to this praise, I find my worth. I find my true worth. That actually I begin to realize who he calls me and the incredible things that he's done for me. And all of a sudden my soul comes alive. My soul comes alive because I've changed my inner posture. So this morning, let's change our posture. Um, you know, around your posture, there are all sorts of health challenges. Uh, even uh, the other day, you know, you wake up and you like, oh, uh, I slept funny. It's because I slept in the wrong position. My posture wasn't good. And then as the day went on, it got worse. You know, all of a sudden, you know, at the start of the morning, I could move my neck a bit. And then now it's like, I'm a robot. I can't move my neck. Yeah. That happens for, for some people. It even goes further than that. It can travel and it can affect legs and it's, it's posture. It's health. I wonder how healthy my soul could be as I change my inner posture. As I change my inner posture to, to be a posture of praise, to be a posture of exalting God, to be a posture of lifting his name high, to be a posture of getting my eyes off of me and onto him. I wonder how healthy my soul could be because that's who I am. That's who I am. That's what he's called. You see, I think sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves. If, if I am struggling, celebrating others, if I'm struggling with joy, if I'm struggling in these areas, then maybe I have a posture issue. A posture issue. Or a sh in there. Posture issue. issue. Can't do it, mate. Leave me alone. I got home at 1 a.m. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. sickness in my soul I've got to change my posture I've got to begin to correct some things 
I, I love church because it's in these moments that I get a revelation from God if I'll open my heart to him. But the power comes on Monday morning when I decide I'm going to do it. So, because it's great, like, yeah, amen, come on, yeah, let's change our posture. But tomorrow morning, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because this is going to be healthy for my soul. It's going to be healthy for my marriage. It's going to be healthy for my life. It's going to be healthy for my kids if I begin to change my inner posture. Praise the Lord. It's, I, I give praise, but I receive something incredible back. I receive something incredible back. And it's all of me. So open your heart to praising God. The second thing. Change your self-talk by remembering the right things. Like I said earlier, we have this inner dialogue and sometimes we remind ourselves of the wrong things, the mistakes, the failures, the, the moments where we feel like it, it ended everything, but thankful for the grace of God that it didn't end everything. But we seem to remind ourselves of all that. But actually, it's a moment where we praise God on what he's done. Look at verse two in Psalm 103. It says this, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Don't forget them. Like, hey, I'm gonna praise my soul. I'm pulling you. And here's how we're gonna remember what God has done. We're not gonna forget what he's done, his benefits. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten this morning what God has done? Have you forgotten in your life how God has redeemed you? God has saved you. God has brought you out and into his goodness, into his light, into everything that he has for you. Have you forgotten that God is for you and not against you? And if he's for you, what could stand against you? Have you forgotten today the love and the mercy and the grace of God? See, it's a moment to remember. Remember this. Maybe it's a moment where I have to change my list. List from what God didn't do that I wanted him to do to what God has done. Sometimes I remind myself of, yeah, I was praying for this God, but it didn't happen. And I remind myself, no, no, I'm going to remind myself of what he has done. I'm going to change the list. See, David's list looks different. Look at verse three. It says this, he forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases. This is list. I'm not forgetting his benefits. Here's what he's done. He's forgiven me of my mistakes, my failings. He's forgiven me of my shame and my guilt. I've got freedom in this. He's done that. He heals all my diseases. Maybe, maybe he's even thinking of his soul there and he's saying, hey, he brings healing to my soul. Healing of my soul. It reminded me of the story. There's a guy, a paralyzed man, and his friends bring him on a mat to Jesus and they lower him through, through a roof and... and um, and so they put him in front of Jesus. The first thing Jesus does is this. Your sins are forgiven. The man's still laid on the mat, paralyzed, because it's the greatest miracle that takes place. It's the greatest miracle. Like whenever somebody makes that decision to follow Jesus in our services, we should celebrate like crazy because it's the greatest decision. It's the greatest miracle. It's the transformation of someone's heart. And if you're in this place today and you've never made that decision, I'm going to give you an opportunity today to do that but it's the greatest miracle as someone makes that decision. You see, he changed this list. And, and even, you know, like on the outward, we might look like, you know, life is wasting away. We're losing our hair at 24, 25, not looking at anybody on the front row, Ben and George. I love it. Should shave it, George, before your wedding. 
I'll get in big trouble for that. But here's what Paul writes about that in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 10. Um, No, 4 verse 16, not 10. I looked at it then and went, that's the wrong verse. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly I'm being renewed day by day. My soul is being renewed day by day. That yeah, I, I might be more tired than ever before physically, but inwardly I'm more alive than I've ever been in my life because inwardly I'm being renewed day by day. So I've got to go back, but I've even got to go back beyond my own story. You see, sometimes we can remember things in our own story and we can even take God out of it. But this is who God is. You see, David in this Psalm, Psalm 103, he goes back to the moment that God brings the people out of Israel. He, he goes back to this moment. Exodus 34 and verse 6 says, he goes back to this moment and here's what he's remembering. He's remembering it as God passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. David is going back to this promise that God has. Look at Psalm 103 and verse 7 says this, he made known his ways to Moses. He's going back, he's remembering the right things, his deeds to the people of Israel. He's not even thinking about him slaying Goliath. He's going back to the promise and deliverance of the people of God. I don't know about you, but me, I've got to go back to the cross and I've got to go back to what he did on the cross for me. Because if he did nothing else, he's already done way too much on the cross because I didn't deserve it. And so today I'm going to change my list and I'm going to praise him. Why? Maybe I don't feel like it in my body, but actually it's the cross. It's the cross. You see, I find my identity in Jesus. And I, I, you know, my prayer began to change when I didn't come to God with my list of what I needed, when I just came to praise him, when I came to praise him. I was listening to someone in, a few years ago and they talked about prayer and uh, just really impacted me. They were talking about how they, they just praised God. They were talking about how they learned prayer off somebody else and they said, I watched them and for an hour they just praised God. They just said, you're worthy. I'm not worthy to be in your presence, but you call me. And they did that. And then they had a little list at the end. Oh, God, here's what I'm believing for. Something begins to shift because take my eyes off of me onto him. The last one, the team are going to come. Change our self-talk by letting praise be our battle weapon. Verse one, praise the Lord, all my soul, all my inmost being, praise him. All my inmost being, praise him. There was, there's this battle. And actually, whatever I'm facing, I'm going to let praise be my battle. All of me is going to praise him. All my inmost being, I, I'm going to, if I have to drag you, I'm going to do it. If I have to, you know, all of me is going to praise God because he's worthy of that. I, all of me is going to do it. I'm going to defy whatever's stopping me praising God. How am I going to do it? By actually praising God because it becomes my battle weapon. It becomes the weapon for my life. It becomes the weapon that I begin to see breakthrough am I praising God with every area of my life am I praising him in every area of my life what's coming against your praise 
maybe I need to make a shift. I love the story in Acts 16 of two guys, Paul and Silas, and they're put in prison. And uh, this is the power of praise, and we use it in this moment. But I want to read it from the message version. It says, along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing a robust hymn. I love that, robust. What a great word. I like that it puts that in there, because I don't think they were just like sat like quietly going, come by no, I, I think they were going for it. They were praising God. They're in prison and they're praising God and they're giving it some and they're singing a robust hymn to God. And here's what happens. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. So they're, they're singing loud because everyone can hear, okay? Then without warning, a huge earthquake, the jailhouse tottered. What another great word. Every door flew open and all the prisoners were loose. I might not physically be in prison, but my soul might feel like it's in prison. I'm gonna praise God because an earthquake's gonna take place in my soul and things are gonna open and there's gonna be freedom and, and there's gonna be life. But here's where it starts. It starts in a robust hymn. It starts with praise. It starts with fixing on Jesus. It, it starts with, I'm gonna, you know, because Paul and Silas's self-talk could have been, oh, this is, this is no good, is it? We're in prison. This isn't great. No, no, their self-taught was, hey, we're here, but we're going to praise God. Whatever's happening, we're going to praise God. Why? Because He's the God of miracles. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be Why? Because He died on the cross for us. We have freedom, but He rose again, and we have victory in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, why don't you give Him praise in this place? Stand to your feet this morning. I want to encourage you. Change your self-talk. Hey, soul, we're going to praise God. I don't know what your circumstance may be. I don't know what life has hit you with. I, I, I don't know what's happening in your world, but I do know that when I take my eyes off of me and I put praise onto Him, miracles can take place. I don't know what's happening in your body today, but I'm going to praise God. I'm going to do it. I don't know where your soul is at this morning, but we're going to praise God and we're going to change our inner posture. We're going to remember the right things. We're going to remember the sacrifice and we're going to use praise as our battle weapon this morning. And so if you believe it, why don't you raise your hands? Why don't you begin to give Him praise? You don't need the worship team this morning to lead you begin to praise him begin to lift his name begin to say you're worthy God we exalt you we praise your name Jesus we lift your name high in this place you are worthy of our praise you are incredible we thank you Jesus for the cross we thank you for your goodness and your mercy that will follow us all the days of our lives we thank you today that you're for us and if you're for us nothing nothing can stand against us we thank you jesus come on let's worship him we hope you enjoyed this podcast from icon church if you'd like any more information about icon church log on to our website at www.icon.church have the best week